All right, welcome to the 31st episode of Breaking Free Podcast, a body-mind-spirit approach to mental health. I'm your host, Summer Seitz. I'm excited to have a friend of mine, Antonio, Antonio Battaglia, today. He's visiting in with us from Venezuela, and I'm so excited to have the community meet him. And also, I'll bring some Divine Masculine into um, this podcast, because I think every time we have a male guest, it's pretty awesome. For all of us, uh, we do have a pretty <laughs> predominant male listenership, but we do have um, our women listenership. And so it's nice to have more male voices, I think, on the podcast. Welcome, Antonio. Uh, thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So um, I, went, I wanted to just kind of introduce you a little bit myself. Antonio is a dear friend of mine. We met back in about six years ago in Orlando, and we shared a common interest in health and wellness and just spiritual development and growth. We met because he was working for a company at that time and selling, you know, health and wellness products. And he's done a lot of work with sales and marketing, but really that's not why I bring him here today. I bring him because I feel like Antonio has a wealth to share about the divine masculine journey and, you know, what it means to um, show up as, um, you know, a strong um, healed male in the world and, and, and his process in doing that. So I just, I kind of want to give the floor mainly to you, Antonio, but that's just what I see for you in this podcast today and um, let you, the community get to know you a little bit. Oh, awesome. So yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? It's kind of like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the best thing for me to be is just to be a hundred percent honest and open in this podcast and um for those i am uh i am from venezuela my dad is from italy my mom's from spain and when i was 20 years old i decided to leave my country to pursue better opportunities for myself and that's when i went to the u.s and met summer but i think my journey for developing myself as a man comes from or came from a starvation for the masculine energy and mm -hmm. my my father was a he's a great person but he was emotionally absent when I was growing up so as a kid I never I mean I had to taught myself how to change a tire or how to you know start doing men's stuff changing a light bulb because I never had that example and I that kind of like creates created a fuel for me just to start looking what it is to be what it's like to be a real man not only being this macho alpha oh, I can do everything but what is to be what it's like to be a, a male presence in a family of for people and everybody around my life yeah to me that's the, you know we've been talking a lot at, at Whole Woman Link and Antonio and I've been talking about something that's primarily Chinese medicine but this combination of what what is the divine masculine and feminine that's often referred to as yin and yang and like, and it's not about gender, it's actually energies as we've been discussing already. But for many people in this podcast, this may be a completely new concept, this concept of yin yang or divine feminine, divine masculine. And Antonio is one of the better uh, people to talk about this. I think he knows a lot about this. He's studied this. This has been something that he's used to do his own healing work. So I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that, you know, just to maybe somebody who's never heard of it before. Yeah, well, everybody, we 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 are we both have we all have both energies. We have feminine energy and masculine energy, and this is something that is not tied to sex or genders. Uh, you can be a man 
and you can have a predominantly feminine energy, or you can be a woman and have predominantly masculine energy. So we all have that, but um, there is, we tend to lean more towards a one or the other. And for example, a masculine energy is purpose, is the consciousness, is being present, it's goal oriented, is going for the hunt, getting things done. While, while the feminine energy is more the love, the relaxation, the emotions, the flow, the nurturing, the trust. So we all have those, both of those energies, but we tend to lean towards one of the other. Absolutely. And I think we can even be leaning towards one that's not necessarily our natural balance based on kind of messages we've received in the world about, you know, how we're supposed to show up too. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there are, for example, and this is where I see and I've seen where most of the couples struggle. For example, we see a woman who is climbing the corporate ladder and she has to develop more masculine traits where she has to be decisive, they have, she has to take charge. And then when she comes home, she brings that energy to the house. And that's when she tends to uh, collide with her husband because she's not able to separate. And same thing for the man, you know? There are men who uh, fall into this victimhood mentality and, and get into their own emotions without knowing how to separate them and stepping into their strength and their masculinity to set the motion aside and seeing the big picture of the situation. I love this because I honestly, until I started learning about this holistic approach to mental health, you know, bringing in the spirituality work as well as, you know, the clinical, um, you know, it's all about diagnosis or it's all about our mind work. Um, when I started to understand that there's this, this energy spirit level, it really helped me help people because, and I could see where people, like you said, that's something called polarity where they were off, you know, like opposites attract. I think we know that we see that in science. And so if I'm, yeah, if I'm really dominantly showing up in, in my masculine energy, it's all about getting things done. And my husband also is in that energy, which he often is, because that's my husband. He's very like divine masculine. Then we would collide with each other. There was, there was a rejection, right? Because I, there's no, there's no opposites attracting, right? Then there's that, that polarity is repelling in that moment and that's kind of what you're talking about is that sometimes we're just repelling because neither one of us is in our natural you know and so I've noticed that when I step into my divine energy which is for me primarily feminine and I go into my nurture and my flow and I let my work come out of that I definitely have better polarity with my spouse 100% I think that's kind of what you're bringing out yeah and I yeah. also have male friends who have, I, I have many male friends actually who uh, have a lot of what I would call divine feminine. But I joke that it's like, I feel like I'm talking with my girlfriends, you know, like there's a lot of that flow and, and, and nurture in them. And I love that in a male. I think that's beautiful too. So I think that we need to understand this isn't about gender per se. Absolutely not. And we also have to understand that also shifts depending on what people are we relating to. For example, like you might, your friend, your, your male friend might be in, their fem, in his feminine energy with you, but when he gets home, he's the man there. He embodies more of a masculine. So that's the interesting role play that we get to play with people and their energies. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and you were going to talk a little bit more about that. Absolutely. I do think we bring out different things in each other. And one of the things, I reason I invited you, I tell the podcast community a little bit more is, 
So Antonio and I had been disconnected for a while. We just kind of, you had been following the podcast, right, Antonio? And you'd sent me a couple messages about that. And so you had been part of the community. Um, But then you were in Spain at this time and it was total lockdown for COVID, right? Yes. And you reached out, you sent a message, you became vulnerable. You kind of, you really, you know, stepped into that energy of like sharing your emotions on Facebook. And I think I commented on that because that really reached out to me in my divine feminine, like I feel the feels, right? And I connected to that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think, I don't, I think I messaged you and said, hey, you know, how are you doing? You know, let's connect up, right? How are you doing? How's the, how are things going? And um, we got a chance to reconnect from there. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was an interesting time. I, during the COVID, I spent five months locked in a bedroom. So I had a lot of time to think and I had a lot of demons to face. And one of the things as a man is to knowing how to live with an open heart, even if it hurts. We always have to be attuned with our emotions. It doesn't mean that if you're a man, you're not going to you know, feel your emotions. The idea is to feel your emotions and being present enough just to uh, be with those emotions. So yeah, I posted on Facebook, you reached out to me and uh, that's when we uh, reconnected. I was going through a very, very hard time and having a friend on the other side who that will encourage you and, and push you to be a better person and, and go and reach your goals. And that's when we are uh, talking about the different type of energies, right? When right. we, me, I have to, I have to change where I was. I have to move. I have to push through and be uncomfortable and having a support system that allowed me to just keep pushing through. And that was kind of like what got me through. And that's why I value so much our friendship. And I love that you talked about different people bring out different energies. Cause I, I, I really think that there was some divinity in that, that you and I would connect at that point in your life, because that typically is, is one of my purposes is to find people in, <laughs> uh, I do, I just, you know, breaking free podcast is kind of about that. Find people kind of in maybe a darker, difficult time in their lives and just kind of give them that energy. That's one of the things we do at home and link as well is just to kind of help them have the tools or the perspective, maybe to, to take a step forward for themselves right but just to kind of have a different mindset and uh, you and I remember had a good I don't know if it was an hour and a half conversation but I remember there was a little bit of igniting of that oh okay I can approach this differently I did uh, there was like a little bit of a paradigm shift after our conversation oh yeah for sure I've been following your podcast for over two years now and uh, it was really good listening to your perspective and you know as a woman the gift you bring to the world. Thank you. And I love that. And I love that. I really love about you is that, you know, I don't try to be what I'm not. Sometimes people ask me at Whole Women Link, they'll say, you know, why is it for women? And why is it Whole Women Link? You know, and I think that, well, in the word woman is also the word men, right? Which is kind of interesting, right? So there's both of them together. But I will say, you know, I'm just coming with my experience. I'm bringing my experience to the world. And, um, this was a, a women's community originally, but my podcast is for all. And I, I, and my, you know, summer sites, the work I do individually has always been for all. And honestly, some of my most treasured uh, clinical relationships that I've established with have been with men that I've worked with. And so I'm always, I often work with men. Um, it seems to be a thing. I attract, a, I do a lot of work with men um, stepping into their divine masculine. And I don't find that now that I look at polarity that unusual because 
I think when I'm in my true self and my mind divine feminine, that divine feminine actually encourages out that divine masculine, right? The polarity is there. And so it's not uncommon for me to kind of wake up a divine masculine male and say, Hey, like, let's get you out of your broken masculine. Let's help you step into your divine masculine energy. And sometimes that's done by working with female, which is interesting. Yeah. And also as a female, it's breathing that feminine energy and that inspiration into the masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've noticed that pattern, but I'm wondering what you could, I I know one of the things I love about you is you're a wonderful mentor to men in their growth work. And since I'm not, you know, gender wise, a man, I think that you can relate to the world differently uh, than I can there. And I'd love you to share some of your insights about the healing work that you've done with our male listeners and those that love men in their life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like I said before, something that I've learned was to be, it's to leave with an open heart and even if it hurts, okay? And that work sometimes has to be sticking your finger into the wound and removing all of that, you know, all of that bad stuff from from your wound. And that also makes you feel very vulnerable. Get attuned with your feelings and just be true, genuine, and that's that's what I do with everybody that reaches out to me. Just they can, I'm a genuine person, and I don't try to be something that I'm not. And you know, always being honest. And wow, just doing the work, just just talking to people from 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 my heart, and it's kind of like weird to explain. Well, I think what you're getting at, I'll throw out some of the terms, is something called authenticity right? We have authenticity and vulnerability and research will show that that's what unlocks shame, right? Shame is just something that's disconnected us from our divine self, right? This concept that I'm not enough or I'm not enough as I am, right? That's kind of shame. And so I think when someone mirrors to you that they're not afraid to be themselves, they're willing to be vulnerable and authentic. It encourages the other person to do the same, right? When I let my light shine, this is one of my favorite Marianne Williamson poems, right? I encourage other people to let their light shine. I give them that permission. And I think that I do that a lot too. I'm really vulnerable and here's my story. And I think that encourages other people to own their stories too. Yeah, and, and for the men, they, so they don't feel judged for the things they're thinking or the things they're doing or how they feel. And it's always nice to have a male friend that you can tell your stuff, that you can tell everything and, and open. You don't have to bottle all of your emotions, uh, all of your thoughts, and always having a friend that you can go to that is not going to judge you. We're all guys, right? I mean, and if you can tell your perspective to another man that not necessarily seen the same way as your spouse or as your sister or, or the other feminine energy, but sees it from a man and has gone through the same or similar thing, it can give you, it can give you um, a pretty good advice. Yeah. I personally love, um, I, so I had this moment I wanted to share it with the group. Antonio and I were talking a week or so ago and, and in our, we weren't actually planning on doing this podcast, but I was sharing with him some of my growth work because we do that as friends. And Antonio just was like, showed up in that divine masculine. And he's just like, Hey, I'm just going to honestly tell you what I think. I'm going to honestly tell you where I think you can grow. Right. I'm just going to be bluntly honest with you. Right. About this thing that I think you're stuck in. And I, we, I had a good laugh with him. I said, you know, I think my girlfriends would have tiptoed around that. They might've been like, Oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. (laughs) And you were just like, Hey man, this is what's happening. And I thought that's, what's so wonderful about having friendships 
uh, with what I call more heterogeneous friendships where you're not just hanging out with people that think like you, maybe not all your friends are women. Um, or like you, you and I, like we live in different countries. I mean, we come from different perspectives and many different things and you grew me to think about it in a different perspective. And I actually left that conversation went, awesome. That's totally exactly what I need to do. I'm so grateful that someone outside of me was able to show me that. I even told it to my husband, um, Mike and Antonio are also friends. And he's like, oh, I've thought to tell you that same thing so many times, but I wasn't sure how you'd receive it, right? Because there were more consequences for him yeah. as a spouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. we had a good laugh that like you could say it. And I was like, Psh, whatever. And he's been like, I've thought that for, for months, but hey, if you want to hear it from Antonio, great, right? And I think that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the things for the feminine energy. Sometimes uh, you can get lost in the feelings, in the emotions, in all of this crazy tide of different factors and sometimes you need that masculine energy that cuts the crap and it's funny because <laughs> yeah. even though you were in that state michael kind of didn't want to get in trouble he didn't want to tell you what you needed to hear in that moment and that's something that for men is difficult and that's why your woman needs you because you don't you don't want to tell your woman what she wants to hear you need to tell her what she needs here because it's good for her because you as a man as a masculine energy are able to see the big picture are able to think with uh with a cold mind and not get trapped in your emotions and sometimes it's a challenge and that's the beauty of the dance because she can get mad at you but deep 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 that inside of her she's grateful that she can have she has you because she knows she can trust you yeah yeah absolutely especially and goes yeah, and goes from couples and goes from friendship. Goes either way. But I love that in the friendship, there wasn't all this, you know, this story or all this entanglement. And I do think with my marital couples, you know, there's there can be more entanglements. And so sometimes we lose that pure, that pure dance that you just talked about, right? Where we you can just speak the truth and I can be able to hold it, but I feel safe. I think that's a big thing for the feminine is to feel safe, right? If I feel safe with you, not judged with you, like that friend, they can be blunt. Cause you said those things to me and I wasn't like, Hey, Antonio, I didn't go to insecure feminine, right? I didn't go, Oh, that's rejection. Or he thinks badly of me. I was like, no, Antonio and I are secure in our appreciation of each other. This is just him saying, I think you can make this step forward. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. tell me more about what you've learned about healing, you know, the divine man. Like, I, I know that you have a special book you always talk to me about, and I'd love you to talk about some of the things that you've learned uh, to the community. Absolutely. Well, the book, and I found this book when I was probably one of the, my lowest points of my life. I was in the United States uh, and I was struggling financially. I had lost my purpose. And I came across this book that's called The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. And it pretty much helps you. It's a, it's a guide for spirituality, the challenges of work, woman, and even the sexual desires. And, and it answers a lot of the questions that as men, as you can say, as immature men, we need to learn. Some of those things are, how are you going to handle your sexual impulses? How are you handle... Um, you know, wanting to be with a bunch of women when I was 20 years old at that time. It also shows you what's important in your life. Okay, it's good that you're having fun. It's good that you, you want to do all of these things, but what's your true purpose? Why are you here? What's 
what's your heart telling you? So it's an interesting, it's an interesting book that invites you to dive deep into some of those questions. Um, and as a man, sometimes we get to tend, tend to get lost, for example, on our work, on our duty, because we're so afraid of not doing anything that we always have to strive. And that's when we get to just pause, stop fidgeting, and then just feel the present moment and feel those insecurities of, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough work. I'm not achieving enough. I'm not uh, successful enough. So that's kind of like the work that this book invites you to do. It's interesting because I often talk to my community about like, you know, we're all enough, you know, kind of coming from this place of abundance. So how would you, how would you juxtapose that? Like, so if we're enough, like I'm enough as I am, but yet I, I love this comparison, but then I can still see where I can grow, right? I can still see where my growth edge is, where I, where I can improve. Like, how do you stay in your confidence, but also allow yourself to improve? Yeah, well, that's kind of like a paradox, right? We are yeah. enough, but we can also be more. And I think for me, it comes down to alignment and always, always, always listening to my heart. And that's, I think that's a very important masculine trait. Some people call it your God, your heart, but just following that inner voice. And I can say that I've never been wrong with that voice. That voice led me to leave my home when I was 20 and had to go through many difficulties. That voice led me to um, quit jobs and move into a different direction. But always trusting that voice and trying to get yourself in alignment while you're Awesome. We had a little break up there, but hopefully the community heard all of that. So I think men often connect to the voice differently than women do. How do you connect to your voice? Like, how do you hear your inner voice? Wow. It's my heart. It's, it's, you what can call it, like I think women can, Yeah. To me, it looks like just where my heart wants to go and what, what my stomach is telling me. You just know it. And kind of feel and it, it in your practice. gut. Okay. Yeah, you, you feel it in your gut and it takes practice. And you can start with very small things. And literally, when you go about to, when you're going to order some food, go to a restaurant, and then you're reading, okay, should I order salmon or should I order chicken? And in that second moment, you have a voice that tells you something. That's, I think, how you can uh, start practicing it and then move into bigger things in life. Awesome. But it's always a feeling. It's always a feeling for sure. What's the feeling feel like to you for those of that maybe don't know if they've ever felt that feeling or they're not sure what that is? It's a hunch. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's how I can describe it. And it doesn't come from the mind. And that's one of the things when women tend to get lost in their emotions, us men or the masculine, we get to, we get lost in thought. We get in our head all the time. So when we, and that's the beauty, right? That's one of the gifts that the feminine energy brings to the masculine. You know, when we were talking about that, I cut through the nonsense and tell you the things the way they are. Sometimes as men, we get in our head, we're thinking, we're analyzing, we're projecting, we're planning because we're purpose driven. But sometimes we need to chill. We need to just to drop into our body and listen what our heart has to say because that's our compass and that's our guide. Oh, I love that. 
And I think of all the men I've worked with, that's so true. Absolutely. You know, and even me, when I'm in too driven, I get in my head. Like when I get into my masculine and then I kind of corrupt that, you know, I get in my head too. So I think any, it, that's true. Well, what would you, what would you say? I think one of the things we often do is we give some like guiding principles, you know, maybe for the men that are listening or the women that are listening. Right. But I think these are universal. Um, but what would you say are some things that you have learned that have made the difference for you? Well, to me, always number one, following my heart, following my God and staying true to myself. I, I, I live from a few rules in my life. And one of those rules is I'd rather make a mistake than say what if. So I always follow my heart. Um, I'm always purpose driven. I don't complete tasks. I just try to see the big pictures of why I'm doing things. Why am I with this person? Why am I creating this relationship? Why am I bringing to others? And that's also attached to the gift that I have to be, that I have to give to people. So I get to know myself through solitude. That's so important. And just see what I have to give and I give it to others. And um, number three is just growing by, as men, as masculine, we grow by challenge. And we've seen it as we grow, as we grow up. We grow by playing sports. It's always a battle. I have to score a touchdown. I have to beat the team. I have to be that person. I have to score goals. So getting into those um, areas allows us to see, allows us to grow most, more as, as men. Um, and kind of like finer purpose, okay? And many, many people confuse the purpose with one ultimate thing. I like to see of the purpose as an onion. You go and start peeling different layers of your life. The purpose I had when I was 15 is different than the purpose when I have when I'm 20, when I'm 30, when I'm 40, when I'm 50. But as you go and peel the purpose of your life, once you're about, you're, you're, you can say you're old, you don't have any more layers to peel and that's when you're complete. You dissolve into the mystery of nothing because as men, we always have to be peeling the layers. What's the next thing? Until it comes to a point where just looking at a sunset, it's more than enough to feel whole with everything because the masculine wants to connect with that divine love and, the, and, the, and that freedom to not to to not do anything as the feminine wants to connect with love and that completion. So there's how the two opposites. Yeah. So I think that last part caught out. That's how the two opposites say that one more time. So, yeah. So the masculine is more looking to, for the release. Okay. Mm -hmm. As men, we want to release. We want, to, we want the, oh, I achieved this. I, I got this promotion. I made this amount of money. I reached orgasm. As where women want to feel the love, want to feel full. So one thing, it's craving for the other. And that's, I think, what's so beautiful that people are, couples are conscious on both of their energies. They can work with each other and they can heal each other and they can help each other to step into their full embodiment of energies. Oh, I love this because we weren't planning on talking about this, but I see this a lot with couples in the sense that the very place where your partner is like, and, and oftentimes in corruption, like they're picking at you or criticizing you, right? They're trying to encourage you to grow, right? Maybe not from a place of positivity, 
but that's probably an area where you do need to grow and they need to figure out a different way to suggest that to you, right? Not, not in, in, in control or negativity, right? If you're the feminine, that's that kind of, but from the male, they're maybe inviting, um, you know, the women to maybe, you know, slow down, to be present with, you know, to connect to um, the moment, right? To, to, to hear them, to be present with them. And, you know, oftentimes I hear from women, you know, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to be present with myself or my, my companion or whatever. And, and so it's interesting how we're actually calling each other to grow in wholeness in the very places that we need to. And I think that opposites are here as our great balancers, right? Like they, we push each other to that inner balance that we're both needing. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you're a man and you're listening to this, know something. Your woman's job is to test you, is to test <laughs> your depth, is to test your presence, is to test your direction in life. And you can do it. You can feel this as different types. For an example, she can come and she can distract you. Let's say that you're working towards a goal, towards a project, and she comes and say, honey, help me do this. Let's do that. But you have to stay focused on your practice because that's her job. Like the world the world's going to test you as a man. It's going to try to distract you. It's going to try to deviate you from your purpose, but you have to remain present and following, once again, your heart and your true purpose in life or what you feel is correct at that moment. Yeah. You know, so I want to share this with you, Antonio. I don't know if I did because you're good friends with Mike, but you know, we've been married about 20 years and I think we've played out a lot of these dances over the years. <laughs> and one of the things that I noticed when we were newly married is that, um, yeah, I would test the stability, right? Like, are you there for me? Are you going to be there for me? And it would be interesting because um, I could really relax and feel the, need, the ability to nurture the family or nurture myself when I felt like he was stable. But when he wasn't stable, then I couldn't do that, right? And it would bring out the worst in me. And so we've definitely learned that, like, you know, I, I've learned to respect his need to like get something done or create that stability for the family because he needs to do that in order to then relax and be, be in that divine feminine with me. And what I really love it when he connects to his emotions and he's present, cause that like kind of brings out my divine feminine. Right. But at the same time, um, it's so, so important that we allow each other to have that difference. Like, I don't want to be married to myself. You know what I mean? No. And I think that sometimes no. we do expect our opposite to be just like we are in the world uh, but that doesn't really work yeah if not you'll be asking for a best friend not for a partner so you can go through life and i see it i see it as well like another thing for the feminine is the inspiration it, it brings to you and how how it can give you that passion and that fuel and that love for you to push through the hard times and as with my girlfriend, for example, when I was studying in the United States and I was going through so many things, her love was there, her support was there, but at the same time, she never lowered her standards. It's like, I know, I know you're the man, I know what you're capable of doing, and I don't expect anything less from you than your full divine masculine. Oh, I love that. She believed in you. Did that help you believe in yourself? Oh, for sure. I mean, you just think about uh, as the war, right? When, when soldiers in ancient Rome, they were going to war. That, that last touch of a woman, that last skiff, that last help you make it alive, that was mm -hmm. enough to fuel a 
thing after this woman uh, that really nurtures uh, the masculine. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And, you know, one thing I think that we, we often talk about how women need women, that's something that research has really said, okay, women need women, they nurture each other. But one of the things that I've really been thinking about a lot lately is that men also need men. Can you speak to that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. We, 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 we are lost. Uh, before we used to be in tribes, we, there are many cultures that used to have that men initiation where men go into solitude, they go into challenge and they push each other. They enliven masculine and that support. And I will encourage all the men out there just to hang out with men, but do it not in a way of, oh, let's get drunk and let's forget about all of our problems, but in a way of to keep each other accountable. Because you can go to your man and be like, hey man, I just, my finances are not working. And a guy come and come to you and say, okay, what are you doing? What are your expenses? Are you working hard enough? Are you waking up early? Or another friend can tell you, oh man, I went to the doctor and I feel sick. And your friend lovingly can say, yeah, you're fat. You have to get your stuff together. And that's when you <laughs> caught it. Yeah. And, and that's when, when, when you support um, each other and in, in into the growth. And as men, we're also going to have challenges with the feminine energy. And always going back to those men that are wiser than us, that mm. we want to you know, be like. Uh, it's always a, a really nice way to, to grow and to strengthen ourselves. Yeah, I feel like men need mentors. And my husband often talks about mentorship among men and how he often sees, and we have, we have a son who's 18. And, you know, as he started to hit manhood, right, you, you just see it, like the testosterone comes on and they become men. They're not, they're no longer boys. And at that point, I can tell you as a mother, it became super important for me to stop commanding and all things, like trying to tell my son what to do all the time. When I did that, he rebelled against that, right? He got angry with me. Our relationship suffered and it was absolutely this happening. And so I started to, you know, I'm very prayerful. That's something I use as a tool. And I took this to God and God was like, just love him, just unconditionally love him. That's your job. And I was like, what? That's it. I don't get to criticize. I don't get to control. I don't get to like make it happen, you know, make him be what I think he needs to be in the world. Right. And I mean, I look at that now and that's silly, but that's, he was my first man that I was kind of bringing into the world. Right. And so as I did that, um, I let go, right. I let go and I let, I loved him and I trusted him. And I would just say things to him, like, I trust you, you've got this. And my husband would say the same thing. He would like, just love him. My job is to mentor him. So we really took different roles. My husband, like I'll mentor him. I'll help him be a man. And you just love him. And when we took that perspective as like a couple with our son, it was like watching a flower bloom. It was crazy. Yeah, because it's always nice to have that soft landing spot. You as men, you want to get comfortable, uncomfortable. You want to be mentored by other men that are going to, if they're true good mentors, they're going to make you feel uncomfortable. They're going to challenge you. So you trying to criticize him and tell him what to do was you stepping into your masculine mm -hmm. right there instead yeah. of your feminine, instead of, Instead of, for example, when, when I was in the U.S. Um, and I was having my financial difficulties, my mom couldn't do anything for me. All she could do is, son, I trust you. You're going to be okay. And that was enough for me to push through. I went out and uh, seek my mentors. I went out 
and got a job. I went out and handled my finances, my career, my, my legal paperwork. All I needed was that reassurance that I trust you. And that's the, the most beautiful gift that you can give to a man for the woman listening. Just go to a man in whatever he's working towards, say, I trust you. Like, I really do. And you have to feel it. Like, I trust you. I trust you with my heart. I trust you with the finances of our, of, of our house. That doesn't mean I'm going to lower the standards. But I see that you can step into your greatness and you can do this. So that's one of the most beautiful gifts that a man can receive is the trust of his woman. And, oh, boy, that's a beautiful fuel. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I feel, I feel the energy of that right now. I think this was an important message because... I think as women, we do fall into that insecure feminine. And that means we want to control and criticize and right and make it happen. And you don't make things happen. We don't change people. They change themselves. Right. From a place of support and love. Yeah. Well, Antonio, what else do you yeah, feel like yeah, you want to add to this? Well, for, for the man, I would say, or this is something that I feel, uh, what type of values are we, are we trying to embody in today's society? Are we trying to embody the young kid or, or, or the guy who has all the money and has all the women that he wants and just live in superficial things? Or do we want to dive deep into our purpose and have those type of deep conversations of why we're here, what, what, what's our gift or what can we give to the world and just trying to be the best we can be. And I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's being in alignment with our truest and highest potential. And for, for the women, I will say just opening to love, opening to the experiences of life, opening to just receiving the love, not only from, from, from your husband or your spouse, but, from the love of God, from the love of the universe, from the love of nature, um, and let yourself be you and express yourself. We sometimes we see in a young, in, in young people today and teenagers and, and even women today that I understand the way they want to express themselves. And sometimes we see it on Instagram, right? All these women that are showing more than they need to. And, and, and it's like using that, that sense of giving her beauty, but in a much more constructive thing, way. Mm, I love it. So kind of give your beauty to the world in a divine way, maybe not manipulating it or using it uh, yeah. in a way that lowers yeah. your standard, maybe? Yeah, because the way maybe society works today is, well, me as a man, I'm just going to go and catch whatever I can. And just fall into this instant gratification, primal desires, which is that's our biological setup, right? But if we step into more of, well, that person inspires me, that energy I get from that person uh, makes me push forward. And for women, uh, just giving your gift to your children, to your love, the way you love, the way you dance, the way you express yourself, whatever. And I feel women have something that they have to express, like a flower needed to bloom and finding the right tools and, and the right support and community. Um, it, will, it will be so beneficial for them. 
Well, that's exactly what we try to do at Whole Woman Link. So I love that. I, I mean, we could just say, hey, listen, Antonio, he knows what he's talking about. I think that's <laughs> that's awesome. And um, one of the things that um, I was hoping that could come of you, I've always encouraged Antonio, but just that men would form support groups among men. I know that's something you've been thinking about doing. Um, if some, I don't know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, Antonio, how could they do that further? Well, they can look and Google my name on Instagram and they can follow me there. I don't have an open account uh, like for the public. They can follow me. I will accept you. And if you feel like reaching out, please feel free. Uh, this is all about purpose. This is all about growth. It's not about followers. And yeah. it's, just, it's just supporting each other. Like as men, we need, a, we need a support system. We need people that we can trust, people that we can talk to and that's going to give us practical solutions or at least point us in the right direction to solve our challenges as men. I love that. You know, and one thing I wanted to talk about just last piece here that we, I don't think we mentioned was just that there are different levels of connection, right? And we, we kind of touched on it, but you know, there's that, that primal, you know, biological, like you said, that's going to just be about you know, sexuality or that connection. I think our relationship and like true divine, you know, partnerships speak to something more. Um, I love it from yoga, the namaste, like the divine in me honors the divine in you, right? Just really seeing the divinity in another person and that's genderless. And so I think about my, my most important friendships. It's like, I just see a person over there and all of their uniqueness, right? And I'm really connecting to that mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, and of course, if they're my partner physically and even even physically in the sense where it's again, if it's about divinity, you know, my my dear guy friends, um, you know, we give each other hugs, you know, or there's ways that you, you connect. Right. Um, but can you speak to that? Because I think that what often happens is that, you know, men become afraid to connect with men because they don't want to be they don't want to show the emotionalness with men or women are afraid to have friendships with men because they're afraid of the sexual piece. Right. Like, there's all these kind of fears that happen and in my view there's no fear in love not not true divine love there's no fear in that and so i think it's that fear coming in that's like corrupting this opportunity for men and women to have these beautiful dances together and with their friendships or you know relationships um what would you say to that kind of idea yeah well i think the most important thing is to uh just be healed you know, heal and, and understand yourself and, and grow from it. And I can think of, and I can talk about a man perspective. You know, you're a teenager, you're starting to get your hormones and every female you see is attractive. You, you get that impulse, but as, as, as you grow and you start to understand the energy that is not related with the sexuality of the other person, just think of it as a man that is super stressed out, is super in his head, and he goes to a massage and gets a massage, and the masseuse is a woman. And nothing, there's nothing sexual there, but the touch and the energy from the woman literally helps the man to relax. And that's the beauty that, the, that we can gift each other. And same for women, women that get lost in their emotions, they don't know what to do, everything's so stressed out, and having a rock of friendship that can tell her everything's going to be okay. Calm down. What are the practical steps that we can take? So they also get to benefit from that. So it's, it's really knowing how to discern and, and separate what sexuality is and what 
the dance between the two energies are. Absolutely. And that's why I just kind of want to point out is that they're different. You know, I, I get the, I've had the opportunity now for like 12 years to develop really deep relationships in the work I do with my clients, with people of the opposite sex, and it can be completely non-sexual and just very much about respecting and seeing the, the goodness in each other, you know, mm-hmm. and then also friendships where there's a little bit more openness that it's also about me, right? Because <laughs> in the therapy room, it's, it's more about them, but um, yeah, I, 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 I get saddened in a world where we don't take advantage of these beautiful opposites that they have a ch- because opposites heal each other, right? Opposites have a chance to heal each other. Yeah. And it's just stepping away from, you know, what society is telling, oh, this is bad. You shouldn't do this. And just go with what your heart tells you in, in an ethical way. That's, that's for sure. So it's interesting. Oprah always asks this question at the end of her. And it's just coming. It's kind of fitting the energy right now. She's like, she'll ask the, the last host person. I love Oprah's interviewing style. But she'll say, what do you know for sure? So I guess I'm going to ask you that as our last question, Antonio. <laughs> I didn't tell you I would, but what do you know for sure? I know for sure that. Take your time. Yeah, uh, what I know for sure is that this is going to change. Whatever it is right now, it's going to change. And that I'll be safe as long as I follow my heart and and trust. I love that. That sounds to me like what I call surrender. Yeah. Is it difficult for men to surrender, do you think? To surrender to their hearts, it seems to be that for women too. Yeah, I would say it's it's difficult for everybody to let go. And as men that we try to think and solve and work on the 3D world, you know, or or hands and we try to solve things. But it's just surrendering and no and understanding and being present enough just to see how life works and the mystery of life. You can plant a thousand seeds and you can water with gallons of water, but it's gonna take time. You have to let it be for a period of time. So it's, it's the dance, again, it's the, it's the doing and non-doing. You know, it's the doing of the masculine, it's the non-doing and relaxation of the feminine. So it's not only about person, about people, it's about the energies and the laws of this universe. Yeah. That's the one thing I know for sure too, is that there is this, this energy of divine love and and you and I have different kinds of spiritual perspectives, but for me, that's God, but that that's just always present to guide us along and and the journey's already there. We get to just kind of co-create it with our source. I think we're part of that. I think that, you know, it's not forced upon us, right? There are these, you get the choose into that energy. I, one of the things recently I was just, uh, discussing with my husband was that, you know, I think we can choose to learn in painful ways or we can choose to learn in more joyful ways. And it's our choice, right? If I want it to show up painfully, if I need it to be painful, then I guess it'll show up that way. Right. But I, lately well, I've been I think, a different way. Go yeah. Ahead. And I think, I think pain comes when we resist to the lesson. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, if you go through a heartbreak, it's going to hurt. 
but it's going to be painful if you try to resist it. And what you resist persists. So once again, the surrendering, the allowing, and I go back to the to my fir- my first point, which is living with an open heart, even if it hurts, feeling the ache, feeling the the hurt in your heart, but staying present with it. Yeah, on the podcast, we've been talking about something called radical acceptance, and that's what that's all about, right? It is what it is, right? Just be present with it. I think when we feel our feelings, we can start to name and tame them and they start to release, right? So any any last thoughts, Antonio? Yeah. I'm so glad you were here today. I, it just makes me realize how much more um, I love having the Divine Masculine within this podcast, and I hope we have much more. Well, one last note is to thank you. And the just to close with a perfect example, you've been you you see this in me, you see that I the way I am, the way I talk and how I can bring my gift or at least my perspective to the world. But you were the one that challenged me. You were the one who invited me. This is my first podcast that I do, the first time I open myself to this. And you were the one who challenged me to do this. You say, you know, Antonio, this is a gift that I feel you can give to the world. Come on and do it. Come on and give it. And once again, that's the benefits of a friendship the benefit of a different uh, of a different energy because if not it would have been well well it has to be perfect I have to say this I have to do this in this way it's like no you got what you have you have everything you need go do it you can do it so this Mm. is a perfect way to close oh my gosh my heart just fills that thank you and I'm so grateful to get to invite it because like you're such a natural. I hope you continue doing this and bring your gifts to the world because let this be the first of many for you. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so for much sure. for being with us today. And again, Antonio, where can they find you on Instagram or wherever they want to, if they want to connect with you? Because I think there might be some men out there yeah. that just resonate with you. Just with type a, <laughs> whatever. Uh, just type Antonio Battaglia on, on Instagram feel free to follow me in any questions you have. I usually post what you will find in my Instagram. It's just me challenging myself. I take cold showers. I chant, I meditate. I, I go in silence. And and from that, I get this insight and and, kind of like little teachings and I share it with the world. So. I love it. I, I love, I don't know if the community will love it as much as me, but I love following your stories. I feel like, I'm on a journey with Antonio every day, even when we're not together. <laughs> and I love yeah. seeing what he's up to next. I know my husband, Mike, also enjoys it. Um, he enjoys connecting with you too. And um, so anyway, I will definitely uh, link your, if you follow me at Summer Sites on Instagram, I'll make sure when I put up the podcast that I also add, you know, uh, tag Antonio's Instagram there and we'll make sure we have it in the notes. So thanks so much everyone for joining. Awesome. And talk to you soon.